play like the conspiracy music. <laughs> <laughs> like those fucking like conspiracy the, TikToks. The the X Files theme. <laughs> fade into the Illuminati. <laughs> fade into the the intro. <laughs> Oh. A rubber alien on it, like an autopsy table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And then just like random cuts of like Beast Wars toys. <laughs> Beast Wars toys with like their limbs, like like them just lying on a table beside each other. And then Me- right. the shot of Megatron with his like spark thing that he would like torture Rampage with <laughs> as the X Files theme is playing. Him holding the scalpel coming into the screen. <laughs> Too much energy. Man, these things look like toys. I don't even have a mouth, Megatron. <laughs> I am transformed. Sigma balls, Gary. Maximal, Maximal. Does that mean transform? Crying is better than nothing. Much like this podcast. to episode 96 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where your favorite 90s kids talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about the Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal, and I have a special, elusive, mysterious guest joining me, Christopher Siege. Yes, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon, I am indeed the Siege. Except I'm on a different floating mountain now than I was when we uh, when we last dropped by. One that has electromagnetic interference, if you will. One one that uh, has electromagnetic interference. Yes. The, Possibly uh... too much energon. <laughs> yeah, uh, listeners, we uh, I had some technical problems before recording today. My microphone was fucking up because of some sort of electromagnetic interference caused by of all things somewhat ironically my internet modem but or was it do 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 um have you seen m night Shyamalan's signs uh i have yeah that movie is fucking dumb and if you recall they had electromagnetic interference on their baby monitors. Oh. Beast Wars. Good thing I don't have kids. <laughs> Beast Wars <laughs> came out 1996. Yes. Too Much Energon podcast episode 96. Yes. If you take those two sixes and you put another six on the end, is that the sign of the beast wars once and for all? <laughs> or blah 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 six 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 once and for all. Or now uh follow me on this. If you take the nine and the six and reverse them. Sixty-nine dudes <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. (laughs) 
We are all if just you're dust really us <laughs> in the wind, dude. Dust. Wind, dude. <laughs> Strange oh. things are afoot at the Circle K. Which is fitting because I am wearing my favorite tank top. <laughs> Be, Be excellent ex to each other. Be excellent to each other, yep. You know who's not excellent? Who? YouTube comments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, someone left a, uh, and I'm not even going to say their name because I don't remember it because that's how little I actually care. Um, someone commented on one of our podcasts saying, uh, like, what the WTF, what the fuck is up with the bullshit haircut on the right? Me. You're talking about me, of course. Uh, of course, which uh, me, I, I was on the right side of that video. So I clearly, according to this random jackhole, I have a bullshit hairstyle. Which kind of surprised me because it's like my hairstyle is like something straight out of Cyberpunk 2077. So it's like there's precedence for it. That's right. <laughs> if anything, you're from a dystopian hellscape future. Well, I am living in Nanaimo. Ooh, the worst. <laughs> the worst kind of dystopian future. The one without all of, like, the, the corporate consumerism that makes our lives easier. <laughs> uh, Where's your um, uh, Pip-Boy that also functions as Mantis Blades? <laughs> I just need to... Uh just need to jump off of a building and like spread out my uh my wings and like glide down as like the dark knight like dun 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 music but because playing. you got it off of amazon it like rips and tears and then before you hit the ground you're leaving a one-star review <laughs> and you're like fell to death <laughs> do not recommend three out of five <laughs> <laughs> Zero out, of, zero out of ten falling to my death as I type this. I will be expecting a refund. My, my clone will be expecting a refund. When when my consciousness when my sin cording is uploaded to uh uh, uh the next clone in my uh uh in uh my whatever i know, i just referenced the movie the sixth day there remember the movie the sixth day with arnold schwarzenegger most or people the, don't it's netflix series altered carbon there we i got there <laughs> yeah altered carbon i never watched it slow slog start good finish but i've only seen season one uh, also, if you want to see like a jacked, like six foot four, like dude kill like a skinny naked Asian chick like ten times in a row, that's your show. Ah, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Something nobody asked for, but that everybody is glad exists. Question mark. Uh, I'm sure some uh, subset of uh, people are probably like fapping furiously to that there's nothing i like more than a skinny naked woman with a sword um trying to kill me and dying repeatedly 
I'm sure that's somebody's fetish out there. But is anybody's fetish robots in disguise? Before we start uh, yeah. talking about robots in disguise, uh, I'm going to address something. It's, uh, well, on the last episode of Too Much Energon, we're like, we're taking next week off because I'm moving, but then we'll be back the following week. Except we were Here we are, the exact week following. <laughs> Except we weren't. <laughs> we're actually... Uh, uh, it's been nearly a month since the last episode of Too Much Energon. And so the reason why is a whole bunch of things. One, as mentioned, I moved. Two, I had a uh, serious health crisis. Uh, it was serious, um, but I am better now. I'm fine. I'm all good. I but, got better. <laughs> so that, so that, uh, and if like, you want, you can talk about it. Uh, it's. It's fine. I was in hospital for a couple of days and um, recovery, full recovery took nearly a week after that. Um, but uh, yeah, here we are. So yeah, so that moving, getting settled in. Uh, also, my new place, new place, my financial my, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah financial nonsense. My what does moving cost? I think landlords should have to pay us to move. <laughs> Come at me. Come also, at me, middle class people that aren't watching this. <laughs> also, because I live in the dystopian hellscape of Nanaimo, which uh, is incompetently designed and spread out and has a terrible public transit system. I've always hated that. Because of that, I... And uh, the nature of my job and my schedule, I'm basically doing 12-hour days for uh between like actually working and commuting it's also a lot of waiting around i have to leave uh, my house two hours before my shift starts so i can get there an hour early and then wait around for an hour and you have and to fight raiders and like um like uh super mutants like on the if, if you plan on like taking public transit or walking heaven forbid or walking yeah Walking in particular is uh, kind of a, a sketch, sketch scene. Yeah, there's ghouls, goblins. I'm it's not even talking. I'm not even being funny. There are ghouls and goblins out there, folks. <laughs> and uh, so, and after my shift ends, I got to wait around for another hour for the bus. And so I'm basically, I'm gone from noon to midnight, five days a week. And in fact, this time it was actually six. I just did six in a row because someone had the audacity to take the week off. How dare. I know. How dare people want a life. Shout out to that guy. He uh, He's a Beast Wars fan, actually. Hmm. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for those Beast Machine, machine fans to show up. One of these days... <laughs> I know there. I I don't think any like pure Beast Machines fans uh, exist. It's always there's Beast Wars fans, and then there are Beast Wars fans who hate Beast Machines, or there are Beast Wars fans who also like Beast Machines, which is the camp that we fall into. But there's everybody I've met who, even the people that have seen caught Beast Machines, like they were the age where they caught Beast Machines, they realized it was following Beast Wars, went back, watched Beast Wars, and then liked it more. <laughs> Yeah, but there's no pure, uh, there's nobody in the Beast Machines camp. Yeah, no, no one is purely, just purely a Beast Machines fan. 
even though arguably it has less bunk episodes than beast wars <laughs> uh yeah yeah i mean i think there were two episodes of beast wars that got the no energon rating from us and i don't think any episodes of beast machines did and again it's that thing to argue with my own point i just made to be my own devil's advocate it's because of the potential the, the things i hate the most are when there's delicious delicious potential and then you're just like punched right in the dick just cunt punch like boom like uppercut and it's like oh you've been waiting <laughs> you've been waiting to see the vok reveal their master plan <laughs> they're space ghosts coast to coast <laughs> and also they seem to have no plan and they, they seem just, to have no plan they kind of just get killed and disappear because they can do that only yeah. when they're possessing it's like oh Fuck. well that problem uh, that thing that's been an ongoing problem for three seasons is just uh snuffed out just gone like a fart in the wind you're welcome viewers <laughs> <laughs> We could have just done nothing with it, and it would have been better. Anyways, I every been, 10 episodes I have to bitch about the VOC. I'm sorry. I, I'm I've sorry. been on record. Uh, I, I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but uh, I during the first season when I was 11, watching it, uh, I, I legit thought that the VOC were God. Like, I thought that that's what the reveal was going to be, that they were just, like, some, like, version of, like, the, the Christian God. And or, or not even there's like an Abrahamic God or like a creator or like whatever that made the stones that made all sentient life that had some sort of like vision. No, it's not even a whole race. It's like two dudes hanging off, hanging out in like the Andromeda galaxy. Yeah. Or just somewhere off in space being like, and they're not even as powerful as they made them out to be. And it doesn't reveal why they made Earth like this like what Bio the experiment lab? was yeah oh man and the fact that they're in idw's i forgot <laughs> i i forgot that everybody's favorite alien like sentient race uh fa sorry omniscient race omniscient 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 yeah, I was wrong both times. Omniscient race, the Vok, they're in IDW's comic, Beast Wars comics. <sighs> Why, man? <laughs> Speaking of comics, that's, uh, if anyone's curious as to what we're going to be doing uh, with Too Much Energon after episode 100, when we finish uh, the War for Cybertron trilogy, we're going to start talking about the Beast Wars comics for a while, and then we'll figure out what we're doing from there. But uh, finish those up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, what? Were, wasn't that a regular series you guys were doing? It must have been so fun that you decided to put it on hiatus and do a podcast just for the comics. Yeah, that. Okay, so. <laughs> hit I, or miss. I, I, I'm going to. Uh... Uh, I, I'm going to address that actually. Episode, You're going to address the, uh, the first few episode, the, the first few post 100 uh, episodes of too much energy on after episode 100 are going to be kind of weird because we recorded a podcast called too much Galavar where we reviewed issues of the comic. Um, used to just be on Patreon. Used to just be on Patreon. Now it's publicly available. I'm actually going to yank them and just make them part of the too much energy on feed. Um, 
so it's going to be kind of weird because it's going to be the first few of them first few episodes are going to be stuff that we recorded like a year ago (laughs) and uh we actually like refer to the show as too much galavar and whatnot but uh well for two reasons one i don't want to go back and re-review those issues uh and two some of I really like the some of the episodes that we recorded, especially uh, episode. I think it was. I, I know what you're. <laughs> I think it was episode six. It's one where it's one where we start talking about um, uh, Megatron or Galavar just randomly hanging out in a uh, in an alleyway. <laughs> Do you know how much money I'm saving by living in a dumpster? <laughs> and it's it, it's funny because the funniest episodes are tend to be the episodes where what we're reviewing is bad Bad. yeah because then we just we don't care about kind of reviewing what we're we're talking about and we just like make up our like own headcanon um and it's funny that you mentioned galavar um that being um beast wars megatron's like canonical um uh name before he took on megatron's namesake um this episode of kingdom og megatron is like that name change it bitch (laughs) all right so do we want to get into on that note do we want to get into was there anything we wanted to say no i I don't think so We, we just touched on the comics we're gonna jump into them post 100 Yada yada. Yeah, I'm, gonna tr- yeah, I'm, also gonna, I'm also going to try and uh, track down the original IDW Beast Wars comics that are actually in canon with the show, and they're set uh, after. Oh, that would be cool. They're they're set uh, after the Maximals uh, and Megatron leave Planet Energon. Yeah, it's following. Yeah, it was Beast um, Wars: The Gathering. They came out in uh, 2006. Um, it's Beast Wars: The Gathering, which was four issues, and Beast Wars: The Ascending, which was also four issues. I want to try and I have Beast Wars: uh, the, the 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 Ascending, the Ascension, whatever. Um, I have that in trade paperback form, but um, they're 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 kind of hard to find because they're out of print and they're also not available digitally for some reason. Wild. Yeah. I keep trying to see if I can maybe like pirate them, but uh, I haven't really been successful so, on that front yet. It was kind of, I wonder if it'll be probably less easy to find than um, the reboot comics that we painfully like hunted down on the internet. Th- that actually wasn't that hard to find because um, there there was a link to it in the reboot wiki. Right. But uh, maybe I'm I'm gonna try and see if I can find like a website or something where someone has like scanned the pages from Beast Wars: The Gathering and Beast Wars: The Ascension. But anyway, that would be so cool, yeah. But anyway, so that 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 could be something that uh, uh, could be something we talk about uh, down the line. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is episode ninety six, too much energy on, and this week we are talking about War Transformers: War for Cybertron Kingdom Chapter Two two what's going on in this episode we get a little we get a little flashback to uh to cybertron where dinobot and uh black arachnia are in the middle of a heist they're in the middle of a heist they have a little conversation 
they have a little conversation. They're they're still in protoform mode. I noticed, and they're shaded, out, shadowed out, just like in the beginning of uh, Beast Wars when we saw them, which was an interesting callback. And I that it was a visual callback, and I kind of like that, but I feel like it doesn't really make sense in the context of this story. Because why? They don't really look any different, at least in Beast Wars. That's what I was feeling. At least in uh, Beast Wars, like they, like obviously it was just the um, the the Megazord model character model from uh, that episode <laughs> of reboot. But at least they looked, their bodies looked different. But here they just look the same. They're just shadowed out. I actually noticed that that they look almost exactly the same, and it's like eh. Like we've seen the protoforms and they're basically like, you know, Roblox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're very um simplified versions. Right. Um, kind of almost like a mercur mercurial um form with their spark exposed. Oh yeah. Um <clears throat> when they go into like that kind of liquid form is when they're have like when there's something wrong with them that's and, and they're on uh like a a stasis like ride or die mode yeah but yeah, we've yeah. seen it before them and they're kind of like blocky yeah just transformer looking things so yeah seeing them basically look and sound exactly the same and it's like well their personality is supposed to be dependent on the the beast the animal that they take on and indeed, so it's and weird seeing them exactly the same before they become a Black Widow and a Velociraptor. Still call, referring to each other as Black Arachnia and Dinobot, even on Cybertron. That's my favorite dumb <laughs> meme. It's like when you landed on yeah. you landed on planet Energon and you happened to scan a Black Widow yeah. and a Velociraptor. Like, Can, can you imagine if... Um, Dinobot became like was a, a dog. snake or, <laughs> or a, a snake or a wolf. Yeah. Dino. And he sounds the same. And it's like, wait, I, and we've made this joke like countless times before. Oh, good thing. Cheetor became a cheetah. Wouldn't have been weird if he was the rhino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's, uh, it's, it's weird that their names are the same before they go to planet Energon. Yeah. But whatever. It's like, with um war for cybertron it's we've said this like five times doesn't pass the refrigerator test yeah the the entire trilogy the, the and it doesn't change the greater plot it's just little nitpicky things like that and as i mentioned before i even mentioned this on the last episode a film critic i'm a big fan of has basically has said basically that if you're uh, nitpicking something, it's because the story isn't doing its job of being compelling enough to distract you from the little things. And we're starting off talking about this episode, nitpicking uh -oh. things. <laughs> so it's not that there's anything wrong with the episode. It's just a filler episode. Stuff In my does opinion, happen. I... I so, guess stuff happens. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah. So, so what's the gist of this flashback? So it's like, hey, homie, let's just give the disc back. 
let's apologize say hey homies you know we wanted to be terrorists we were wrong here's the disc back we we good yeah it was this guy's plan he he basically wants to um for amnesty uh he wants to give a you know a squeal on the boss see so they avoid time see he even says to black arachnia he's like look me and you actually haven't really done anything we can just take the they disc say and- as they're firing at at maximals <laughs> like down a corridor yeah <laughs> we could just give the disc back and you know uh uh no harm no foul go up, no harm no foul go up for drinks after you you, busy you know, tonight? Hey, <laughs> hang out with rhinox you know kick our boots up um and mega or megatron i guess Galivar. i guess he would have been Galivar at this point uh Galivar starts uh comes running out uh holding the golden disc he's like he's like guys i've got it i've got it <laughs> his fucking voice man <laughs> It's uh, not even that bad of an impression. <laughs> he talks what, so different. At what Guys, point, I got it. At what point? They're magically delicious. <laughs> at one point, he, he like trips or something, and like the disc goes flying. Ooh, huh? <laughs> right. Does that happen? And Dinobot like picks it back up. Black Arachnia does. Anyways, Dinobot like points his gun at. At uh, Galavar, Galavar, and is like, hey, this is wrong. We should give it back. And he's like, no, we must take it for the good of Cybertron. For the good of Cybertron. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that right? You Black crazy. Arachnia? Isn't that right? Black Arachnia? I don't know what the base for the term Arachnia means, but... <laughs> That's what I'm calling you. That's what I'm going to call you. And I don't know what a dinosaur is. Star. <laughs> and you have nice titties. Oh. And I don't know what a dinosaur is, but you're named after it, Dinobot. <laughs> and um, uh, Radbot, uh, Rhinobot, Kinobot, uh, Binodot. Binodot's like, say goodnight, mate. And his gun <laughs> misfires. And um, it's funny that you went to Australia. It's funny that you went to Australia in there because the original Dinobot was voiced by Scott McNeil, who is oh. Australian. <laughs> yeah. Say goodnight, mate. And uh, he clicks, nothing happens. And then um, Black Arachnia drops out of her hands a bunch of shells. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Did she have Dinobot's gun? And you know what? I didn't even care to rewind. I, because usually I'm like, oh, what happened? Was there sleight of hand? Sure. I guess she took the shells out of. You, you see, Dinobot, Black Arachnia is loyal, unlike you. If I you wasn't. filthy traitor. <laughs> if I wasn't so short on troops, I'd delete you myself. Yes. Anyways, let's go. Good old buddy, <laughs> old pal. Does he punch him at least? I, or nothing? I, I, I can't remember. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Who cares? Anyways, he's like, anyways, time to go now. And I'm like, maybe don't bring with you the guy that actually pulled the trigger point blank with a <laughs> hey, shotgun yeah. at your face. Yeah, it's like that, that motherfucker was going to kill you. You absolutely cannot trust him now. 
like n- not even shoot you in the leg or like take the golden disc and run like aim a shotgun at your face and pull the trigger yeah so when when he turns traitor later on don't surprise pikachu face <laughs> my dude uh so uh back in the the present uh the the max the present the the, the days the timeline fu- the days of future past where we back are to the future where, where are you back to the future and sayonara suckers um uh, so anyways the, the doc is like trying to repair the the i was gonna say the axolon the the fucking arc yeah, there we go yeah uh, the arc. like working on the arc and the the maxabots and the autobots are uh are arguing because Justin Primal is all like leaving Black Arachnia behind, or fuck, leaving Air Razor behind. Leaving it's Air not, Ra- is not an option. It's not an option. That's actually a pretty good Justin Primal. Uh. <laughs> I'm not saying it is an option, Primal. We will help you retrieve Air Razor. <laughs> And Justin's like, oh, really? Oh, thanks. Let's go. (laughs) Guess I got mad for nothing. (laughs) Maximals! And, okay, so they're in robot form here. He's like, Maximals! Maximize! And they all run away. And Hound, hilariously enough. They don't transform. They don't transform. They're just in beast mode. Uh... Well, well, actually, they do transform. They transform off camera because we, we when we cut the hound, well, sorry, he, he's they go like, into beast mode, right? Yeah, they go into beast mode, and hound is like hilariously is like, does that mean transform? Does that mean transform? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so so I so I I find that line funny, but like the line is by hound is funny, but but maximize is what happens when they transform into robot mode yeah and they go into beast mode is when they transform into beast their mode. beast mode it and- doesn't lead me to believe that any of y'all directors and writers watched or even read the scripts of or understand the basic premise of beast wars and uh indeed later on in the couple times later on in this episode uh justin is uh just yells out on the battlefield maximize and all they do is charge so what i think is the writers are using maximize as primal's version equivalent of rollout yes yeah that is exactly thank you for mentioning that it's just like roll out like let's do this or head out or get them or whatever right yeah so so uh optimus so i guess is, that's optimus okay. is like rally cry is uh, autobots transform and roll out and um i guess they've made justin primal's uh catchphrase r- rallying cry catchphrase maximals maximize yeah sure sure why not cool story anyways done and done you you, you did it wrong but okay but i can accept that moving on uh, and they decide to go so some people stay behind to work on the arc uh our buddy rhinox yeah yeah so um uh justin is like rhinox is gonna stay here you should listen to him he's real bright and i'm like 
Is he? Okay. That's a weird thing to say. And so uh, Wheeljack and Rhinox get paired up together. One, I really like this pairing. I wish they got uh, We said that time. last episode. We're like, <laughs> get Rhinox and Wheeljack together. Yeah, Share yeah. a beer, you know, repair the arc. And that's what they did. Yeah. Rhinox is like, well, this old bucket of bolts is... Uh, Got a lot of work that it needs done, but, uh, you know, I got got a buddy, uh, got a few buddies on speed dial that I can call up who will uh, take care of this shit free of charge. You know what? <clears throat> Ain't nothing like the classics. What is this, a V8? <laughs> Just throw in a case of beer. <laughs> Let's do this. And, uh, indeed, uh, he mentions the antiquated technology. <laughs> And then, um, okay, and then they have, like, a, a little uh, exchange. I, I think it might be later on when It's a little talking. bit later, but whatever. Yeah, they, they have an exchange where uh, where Wheeljack says something to the akin of, Boy, I wish we hadn't gone through... Boy, I wish we hadn't gone through the, uh, the, uh, the, the dead universe. It sure screwed our systems up. I can't do Wheeljack's accent. I tried. I failed. <laughs> and uh, Rhinox is like... Dead universe, why didn't you say so? And he's like, huh? Where I'm from, we know that the dead universe is bad news and it messes up circuits. And then Wheeljack is like, wow, are you some kind of super genius? Are you some kind of super genius? There you go, you got it. It's like Italian plumber. Are you some kind of super genius? And (laughs) it's the Super Mario Destitute Plumber Brothers. (laughs) Um... Uh, and he's like, yeah, something like that. Um, and I'm like, I don't understand the logic behind this, like the, the line of thinking of the writer who was writing the dialogue. But the Autobots know the dead universe is bad too. And like, also, how does Rhinox Nobody thinks it's good. How does, how does Rhinox being like, Hey, we know in my time, we know the dead universe is bad news and to avoid it. How do one, how does that solve any of their problems? And two, why, why is did, he a genius for why, knowing that? Why did why did that just blow Wheeljack's mind? <laughs> oh, that's strange, because in my timeline, the dead universe is a great place to hang out in. I like they know it's bad. Yeah. Like the first time they go in there, they're like, where are we? Or when are we? And um, Prime is well, like, well, it, we it, are in the dead universe. And they're like, oh, geez. None of them go, oh, cool. <laughs> Boy, I thought I, th- I thought that, um, dead- well, listen here. Uh, you know, the dead universe was, uh, was a hell of a place to go and crack open a cold one and uh, maybe go home with a nice little honey. But then someone stupid with a flare gun burned the place to the ground. Yeehaw. Now, every time you go in and out, it uh, fries your systems. I don't know how that helps us, but it does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, now I have to cross the red and the blue wires. (laughs) What? And he says this. I shit you not. Why didn't you say so? Yeah. (laughs) Why does that, like, make the, the broken machinery easier to repair? 
Oh, you filled your gas tank with clamato juice. <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Now I know how to fix it. That uh, Jim Carrey meme of him being like. <laughs> of him being like, oh, from like a uh, cable guy. Yeah. The one where he's like, oh. <laughs> Uh, like why didn't you say so scoff yeah <laughs> of course of course now it all makes sense it all makes sense now and me as the viewer uh it walks away from this scene even more confused than i was before <laughs> in in analysis the episode's worse <laughs> um man and so what happens next anyway so they figure that out I, I so, guess. And so, we cut to the uh, the dark side. Dark side, bitches. And uh, DMX is playing. Uh, no, Coolio is playing. And Dinobot's like bobbing yeah. his head. Rip, rip in peace, Coolio. Rip in peace. Off on and, that um, great, fantastic voyage in the big gangsta's paradise in the sky. Yeah. And um, we got Dinobot uh, head bobbing. Uh, and he, uh, if we recall last episode, he overheard a certain combo yeah. between uh, Black Arachnia and Starscream. Mm -hmm. And uh, was it this episode or last episode where he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to do this. And he like shocks, he like uses the torture device or whatever. Oh, it, was, to, it was last episode. Yeah, to uh, shock um, Air Razor. And uh, this episode, they have a little uh, chat. Yep. She's like, uh, I don't mean to tell you how to do your job or anything like that, buddy. But It's you've been only... whole cycles since you've shocked me. <laughs> yeah. You've only shocked me with that thing once. And Dinobot's just like, yeah, and? She's like, it's this, this... I hated the, uh, the, the dialogue in this scene. She's <sighs> like... Being someone free up in the sky, like flying around, you become a keen observer. And he's like, yeah, the fuck's your, he's like, okay, li listen here, bitch. Why don't we, why don't I let you out of that cell? We'll, uh, we'll walk down the hallway, jump in the car and drive to the fucking point. <laughs> you can suck my dick on the way there or when we get there. Um, she's like. I, I'm observing you, and you seem conflicted. Listen to Bird Mom. Bird I'm Mom. a keen observer except, except because I fly 20. hundreds. Yeah, she she's really young sounding in this. Oh, this and iteration. the way she acts is even young. Yeah, I actually like Air Razor in this. Just no, like I, I I do too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, that's. Wouldn't someone like a rat who's up close to people and goes unseen understand people more than somebody that's like 200 feet up in the air? And I don't buy it. And looking down on everyone like they're ants. Yeah. And even with telescopic like vision, like you can zoom in, you get a literal bird's eye view yeah. of people from above. That doesn't help you understand body language. She's acting like a, a psychologist, like she's manipulating like him somehow. And like, or that she cares about him or sees good in him. And I'm like, cool, I guess. 
Yeah, and Dinobot. She's like, you can be your own bot. You can go your own way. Go uh, your own way. And yes. he buys it. <clears throat> yeah, so Dinobot's like, uh, we're we're here now. We stole the, the disc. We're here changing the future. And she's like, but. He's like, but. Nothing. It doesn't feel like anything's actually changed. And she's like, if you look around and don't see change, maybe the thing that's changed is you. Dialogue in this scene is fucking horrible. (laughs) Absolutely cringeworthy. I died. And then then he's like, but I am a Predacon. And she's like, it doesn't have to be binary. You don't have to be one way or the other. I feel like they're trying to make... We can all be our own bots. I feel like they're trying to make an analogy here, a very thinly veiled analogy here. Is it political or gender? I I don't care. It's all of the above. You don't have to be the red or the the blue. You don't have to be conservative or Republican. You don't have to be straight or gay or a man or a woman. You don't have to be Predacon or Maximal. You don't have to have a penis or two. You don't have to wipe from front to back or forward to front back to front you don't even have to have a butthole where i'm from we're all buttholes and (laughs) and he's all like whoa i need to go to my bunk and process some of what you just said mom (laughs) and he just leaves i guess so 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 what you're saying is you all i can eat through my butt you all take it in the butt where you're from. And she's like, yes. And he's he, like, sign me up. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like ripping the uh, cell door open. <laughs> Come on, we have to get out of here. Go. Go quick before the others come. You can fly. You can fly. Quick, transform and carry me. <laughs> yeah, you can fly. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Where I'm from, that's legal. <laughs> Been spending all our lives. <laughs> Been in part of Predacon paradise. They don't let you do sodomy. Because we're from another galaxy. There you go. <laughs> Except they're not. I don't know. I'm going uh, crazy. Can you tell that this, I didn't, one of us may have not liked this episode. Um. So, uh, Dinobot, <laughs> Dinobot actually just like uh, is like, huh? I guess I got a lot to think about. Cool he, story, sis. And he pieces out. He pieces out, and uh, uh, meanwhile, in uh, Megatron's chambers, uh, Galavar shows up, and he actually, when when he uh, goes to greet him, he's like. Lord Megatron, like his voice actually does that. It it's it, I, I'm uh, not we make fun. We make we make fun of him, like in the previous episode. But um, all like him being a sniveling sycophant. But he actually shows up and he's like, Lord Megatron. Oh, your your dick. It looks so dry. P- please, please, just. Just let me wet in it for you. Nom, 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 nom. I have two mouths just for you, Lord Megatron. I... Do you want with teeth or without? Or both? 
Have you ever had a blowy from a Tyrannosaurus? I'll find you. His I, mouth is very accommodating. Yes! I, I even have a tail. Yes, I could stick it up your ass while I blow you. I know that it's illegal in the Predacon code, but we're on Planet Energon. What happens on Planet Energon stays on Planet Energon. Yes! <laughs> That's why we came here. <laughs> so we could come here. <laughs> We came here so we could come here. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I, and I, he's I, like, that name. Change it now. <laughs> but I wear it with honor, sir. By honor. You heard me. You have one cycle to change it. Uh, and then, like, Starscream is in, like, cloaking mode and shows up. and steals I guess he can cloak. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess he can cloak now all of a sudden. Uh, he steals the golden disc, I think. Meanwhile, uh, Megatron has used it successfully to locate the Allspark, as we're he told. He steals the golden disc? Or, like, did he download I download the coordinates? He does something. I can't remember what. He does or, yeah, something. Maybe, maybe he's... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. He, um, he gets the coordinates while he's invisible. And then him and Black Arachnia like decide to go and get the Allspark for themselves. And Dinobot. She's like, wow, I underestimated you. Everyone does. Um And uh Dyn so Dinobot shows up and like they they like put guns on him and he's like he's like, nah, I'm saying I, I don't want to stop you. I want to I want to join you. We can, we can, I'm saying we can be our own. He basically just parrots what, uh, uh, and again, not Dinobot, not Scotty, not our Australian, um, uh, rat from down under Scott McNeil. Um, I saw Scott I, like... McNeil, I saw Scott McNeil in an episode of S Stargate SG one recently. Cause I've been rewatching that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where he plays I, the, um, he plays somebody, um, yeah, it, you actually don't see a lot of him in the episode because he plays someone that uh, uh, Colonel Mitchell is like disguised, like has like some force field or something on him to make him disguise right. him as this person. Um, right. So in some shots you see uh, and hear Scott McNeil talking as this character, but most of the time it's Ben Browder as uh, as Colonel Mitchell. Um he he straight I sp took a picture of it and posted it in the uh Lasercomb Discord. I I said I'm like he looks like a president's choice slash great value Shawn Michaels. I was hoping you'd bring that up. <laughs> I, he, he does. does. <laughs> great value Shawn Michaels. Uh the uh I almost said the heartbreak kid. Um Yeah, HBK. Yeah. HBK himself. What would be great value HBK? It'd be um, like what would be the dollar store <laughs> heartbreak kid? Uh uh John would be the first name, and the last name would be another first name. Uh right, because Sean, John, maybe it'd just be Michael. John Michael. John, Jean, like like J E A N N E, Jean Michael, Jean Michel, Jean Michel, <laughs> Jean, Jean Michel. 
the heart ache kid. <laughs> He, he comes to he comes to the ring like holding a rose and he has like a tear on his face and um one of those french berets yeah and he's just constantly and he's wearing sad. um like a, a a striped mime shirt yeah <laughs> and he's just always sad <laughs> and he does a fucking mime routine jean michel the heartache <laughs> kid fuck that's the dumbest thing we've ever said and, and, oh. We've I don't know said how some this... dumb shit. That's true. That is not the dumbest thing you've ever said. Jean-Michel. <laughs> oh, and um, anyways, oh, how did we even get there? Oh, right. Um uh, I do like right. Um, it's not Scott McNeil showing uh, up and he's like, Crikey. He's, <laughs> oh, I'm voiced, gonna... he's voiced by a hip hop artist, uh uh Chris Calico. And I like what he does with Dinobot. Yeah, he does his own Again, thing with it. I can criticize everything, but if I analyze everything individually, I like Dinobot's voice. And he's like, I've decided to be my own bot. And I'm like, yeah, I like this alternate timeline. Let's do this Dinobot. Um, him turning sides during all of this feels organic. So I'll give the episode that. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, it's not that Airazor brought him over. These were things he was already fucking around with. He was already on the on the verge. Well, and indeed, he um, he confronts uh, Black Arachne and Starscream this episode, right? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, and he says that he he wants to join them, and um, like he that it doesn't. What if the best uh, possible solution is for the Allspark to be pos it, controlled by? people or bots who don't identify as Autobot or Decepticon or Maximal or Predacon, just bots who are doing their own thing. So I'm like, and yeah, I not? agree with him there, like put factions aside, but has he met Starscream and Black Arachnia? I was going to say, I, I agree with the, the notion, the notion, but not with these two. One there's no one more traitorous than these two. They're going to stab each other in the back as soon as, well, no, Starscream's goal. Starscream wants to have followers. So yeah. we, we all know what's going to happen. Black Arachne is going to betray Starscream and he's going to be like, ooh, ah, <laughs> ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you've and betrayed, you've betrayed me. I learned from the master. <laughs> there we go. A little callback to uh, our favorite Ian Weir written uh episode of beast that wars. is actually overall my favorite episode of uh of beast wars i think possession yeah and um yeah written by ian weir friend of the show yeah. and uh so we anybody that's watched beast wars can see this coming a mile away yeah but dinobot <sighs> you know black arachne is a two-timing like double agent and you know Starscream is is a well actually he doesn't though because remember last episode he said he had never heard of Starscream. Right. Yeah. Dude, do you fall asleep in history class? <laughs> also, you th it kind of goes with our canon that um uh Black Arachnia was a historian. Yeah. Back when before she had um come to Planet Energon. She, she knew at, all about uh, Starscream on the show, so that part's canon. 
worked she worked at the uh she was like uh head uh head of the uh like an archivist I icon regional public library oh there we go yeah <laughs> hmm black arachnia yes librarian mm. see what i'm going with that yep put her in a uh pencil skirt and pencil glasses skirt and, and a white and, tight blouse yep and a blazer because that's oh. that's what i'm into an open blazer yeah. yeah have her um shushing me forcefully yeah <laughs> and uh well if you want to hear more of that fan fiction uh subscribe to us on patreon <laughs> um anyways uh, what's going on there so we got different factions going we got the three dinobot starscream black arachnia team up question mark we got the Maxipals and Autobots pulling the heist. They're yeah. they're breaking Air Razor out of the dark side, and we have um, Galavar and Megatron uh, piecing out to to go get it. But and it kind of pisses off Galavar a little bit. OG Megatron takes some of his men to go get the Allspark. But because he's seen future events, Megatron asks Galavar and some of the um, the Predacons to lay a trap. Uh, no, actually, um, Galavar and Decepticons. He has no Predacons there with him. And that comes up because... Oh, right, right, right. I, I screwed that up. Sorry, it's just Galavar and Decepticons. Yeah. And I'm it's... like, why did he do that? He did that on purpose because he can see the future. Yeah. So let, let's talk about what happens there for a second. Yeah, so they, the Decepticon, Galavar and the Decepticons, which just sounds like it could be a band name. Galavar and the Decepticons. Galavar and the Decepticons uh, have their weapons raised to uh, the some Autobots. Because the, as the Autobots and uh, were doing their, like, um, their um, reconnaissance. Yeah, yeah, they were doing recon. Um, the golden disc had predicted things and it was a trap yeah and they're they're caught uh, with their pants down so to speak by the uh, Galavar and the Decepticons at and their Gal mercy and Galavar is like Decepticons fire and uh, uh, I think it's barricade uh, barricade is like uh, no and he's like we don't take orders from you and Galavar then gets all mad and goes to beast mode and kills one of the Seekers. <laughs> He's like, how dare you disobey your command? And then he like rips apart one of the Seekers. I'm like, why right. would you do that to Barricade? Barricade is the guy who gave you back talk. Because you need to kill one of the red shirts. <laughs> right? And fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> And if it's not a, a trash compactor, then it's a nameless seeker. Yeah. Right. There's so many nameless seekers in this show. So Na many. They're there for, they're there to be shot down. <laughs> yeah. So many nameless seekers and so many nameless uh, redecos of Refractor. Yeah. Yeah. Tra trash compactor. <laughs> and um, he roars and he's like, ah, angry T Rex. 
yes and uh they use that the sorry the um autobots use that as a chance to be like time to roll out homies <laughs> and they escape yeah, despite they, the fact they were disarmed and outnumbered and at the mercy yeah they like, like just they're they're on a cliff side or like a, the side of a big hill and they just like slide down the hill basically <laughs> banana slamma and, they, and then and then the Decepticons like actually start fi- firing at them now, and all Galavar he stays in beast mode, and all he's doing is just roaring. Ah, ah, I'm angry. Ah, I'm like, dude, terrorize and start like mouth lasering them, <laughs> right? And instead, because they're like, oh, is uh, I think it's one of them. Anyways, the Autobots at the bottom are like, oh, as long as they stay up there and we're down here, um, we'll do just fine. And I'm like, no, you have the low ground. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me either. And then instead of keeping the high ground, Mega Galavar and the Decepticons slide down the mountain to meet them in melee fisticuffs and i'm like use your guns and they're like oh no they're coming down to fight us head on just what we need and i'm like no you were worse off without the yeah everybody it doesn't take somebody to be a historian or to have watched the prequels of star wars to know that when you have the high ground you have a strategic advantage. Apparently, these writers have never heard of that concept before in their life. Uh, I mean, who's 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 probably going to get killed first? The archer shooting up at a wall or the archer on the castle turret shooting down at the archer outside of the wall? Soon, Sun Tzu doesn't... You don't need to have read Sun Tzu's Art of War to... <laughs> fuck to understand basic military tactics anyways they slide down the mountain and they're like oh geez golly gosh that's the last thing we need and a big fight ensues and then the maximals come out of nowhere um and they're like and they all fight like in beast mode and save the autobots yeah i guess and um the decepticons are like ah retreat and mega galavar who's still in t-rex mode is like still in beast mode He's like, you cowards, fight! Fine, you win this time, scum. And then he retreats too. I got another little piece of nitpicking to do here. Please do. Uh, Justin Primal is uh, is seen. When he shows up, yeah. When he shows up, Justin Primal has a blaster that looks like Rat Trap's blaster that he's just shooting. Why? It's just a little blaster. Nothing special. Yeah, but why we 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 he has like shotgun cannons in both of his forearms even the war for cybertron kingdom toy has them so why is he the model has them yeah like we can see them yeah in the show so why is he using a blaster instead of those again it's a nitpick but he's not sold with that gun no the the toy yeah i <laughs> <laughs> i guess like i said it's a nitpick but 
also as i said um if you're uh resorting to nitpicking then uh the the show's not really uh doing its job very well and indeed we've said this long long before but it's my favorite thing um whether it's a comic whether it's a movie whether it's a tv show if a scene doesn't add anything to the story then it's wasted airspace airtime or wasted page space what did this scene do uh nothing really they just air razor it, it, it was a escapes battle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We we, we ought to yeah. com we completely forgot about that. Yeah, Air Razor escapes because Mirage, Mirage and uh, Rat Mirage Trap. and Rat Trap infiltrate the base. And, and that, ironically enough, the part that we skip is the only good part of the episode that uh, I liked. Mirage ends up like taking the form of Astro Train to uh, convince... and they do the Spider Man like meme where they're like, "Wait, wait a second, is he?" Th and uh, who who's on? It's um, Radicon Scorpion. Who doesn't have any voice lines except ah! he has a credited voice actor. I don't remember him ever saying a single line in this show. He yells, but he doesn't say any words. Yeah. So it's Predacons, uh, which of there are many, as we'll see in a later episode. <laughs> He's the impactor of the Predacons. I. Anyways, Scorponok is there and he's like, oh boy, I can't wait to shock the, 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 the bird lady. And Astro Train's there too. And he's like, I, I'm Astro Train and I'm here. All um, of a sudden we haven't seen him at any point in this series yet as of, uh, as of yet, but now he's just there. But here, here he is. And. Uh, there's a there's a really campy thing where it's like go press the green button and rat trap who by the way is the tech and espionage expert yep am i not wrong he's the one who's yelled at by everyone else how to use the data pad that he picks up yeah they're all they're all green buttons so is are rats colorblind i Hold, I, hold my energon. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, Does it matter? Anyways, for some reason, so. the tech and espionage expert is the only one in the entire room who doesn't know how to operate this tech panel. And they get him out, and there's a, they, they give him the old one, too, and they escape. Yeah. And we find out after they're all reunited, after that battle on the mountain and stuff that air razor being caught was part of their plan yes and prime is like and gary's like why would you do such a thing oh, uh, oh fuck. david david battle sorry david. battle david is like oh fuck i can't believe you've done this and um primal is like Ooh, uh, uh, or sorry justin primal is like it's because we, we didn't know if we could trust you yet it wasn't vital for our information. Wait, what did they actually accomplish by this, by allowing Air Razor to get captured? I've watched I... the episode fucking twice and I can't. <laughs> um, coordinates. I no, because they track the. What? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm thinking about it now again. 
great example of the show not passing the refrigerator test. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck was like the their cunning ruse there of uh of getting allowing air razor to be captured intentionally to what end i'm sure somebody listening to this like will have just watched it and they like they say right there but we i we both watched it yeah i'm i'm sure they 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 say how important this was uh red green they see in the same spectrum of colors as humans, except they're specifically red-green colorblind. <laughs> Hilarious joke, writers. <laughs> Rats can't tell the difference between the colors red and green. <laughs> That's not how red-green colorblind works, but okay. Reds are just different, <laughs> darker shades. Yes, yes, writers, let us uh, write a, a joke into the script that you need to... Google, Google to understand. To understand. <laughs> that's common that's... knowledge. Common knowledge, you filthy casuals. What do you mean you don't know rats aren't red, green, colorblind? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, writers who uh, apparently know that rats are colorblind, but also have never bothered watching a single frame but of watching Beast Wars. Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, what what the fuck happens? Yeehaw! I got the arc up and running. Does that happen this episode? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, he does Rock. it the old Fonz. Rhinox is like, ah, piece of crap, and slams it. And he's like, hey, it worked. Hey, just hit it real hard on the top, over the top, just like a like the good old boob tube. Works every time. Hold the antenna still. All right. And uh, they get it up and running and they're like, sweet, now we can scan where everything is. And Battle and, David um, is like, shit, because uh, old Megatron wasn't in that battle, it must mean that he knows where the AllSpark is. He, he must know where the AllSpark is. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what uh, right yeah, yeah okay kind of a, logically that, that, <laughs> i i i know i can't think of any off the top of there's my another head, fucking but, like jim carrey gif but reaction. i but i but i know that um uh we've complained about a few like bizarre leaps in logic in this show that we're for Cybertron. Make. You know what? The more I'm reviewing this, the more I'm coming around with people's criticism for that. <laughs> I still maintain it is a phenomenal series to like watch visually, uh, especially um, uh, not Siege, not Kingdom. Uh, Earthrise. Earthrise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Earthrise is my favorite installment. Yeah, and I like Siege too. Yeah. Um, Kingdom is. Well, we'll save we'll save that we'll for save that. Uh, for uh, episode. Anyways, they go. It looks like they're blah blah blah, and then when we track the the others, all the different factions are coming. Uh, Galavar's angry, and he's like, "What? Megatron went to get the Allspark without me? But but I love him. But he and promised he'd take me. My he promised my we would go to Dairy Queen Megatron. after." <laughs> he promised to buy me a happy meal. 
I guess. <laughs> we're not, you idiot, we're not stopping at two fast food restaurants. Pick one. And but do I... something about that name. And do something about that name for the last time. But I don't like my old name. You'll laugh at it. <laughs> How bad could it possibly be? It's, it, it's Galivar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your name's, I'll call you Gal for short. No, it's like high school all over again. No. <laughs> Fuck. A anyways, so done, done. Um, thank God, because I actually do like some episodes I'll, coming up. I'll call you Galley Girl. I'll call, call you Galley Girl. <laughs> I'll call you Galla, Galla Gun. <laughs> Galla Gun. Galaga. <laughs> and, um. But Megatron, I prefer to be called ColecoVision. <laughs> no. <laughs> in, in television or nothing at all. Can I be called Megs? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Damn it. And I'll never hear anyone call me that again. And oh, my head is light from so for some reason. Uh, anyways, um, the episode ends with the arc coming online. They can scan the location. And they're like, that's weird. Both. Here's the leap in logic, right? Both. Dinobot and Black Arachnia are where no Starscream and Black Arachnia's signatures are in the same area where Megatron's are. So that must mean that's where the Allspark is. But why? They work for him. And I, no did one the know writers of this episode not just watch the previous episode? I they're 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 sure. Megatron subordinates. Like, why wouldn't they be there with him? And they're all kind of, sort of, except they're not. Except they're half. They were all working together. Yeah. I sure. Okay. So, and it's like we have to go and get the all spark before he does. Ugh, we don't take orders from you. I'm Justin. And it's like, oh, call me your Justin Primal. Call me your... I, call call me your ape tits. Why, one, stop lying. Like, Gary Primal wouldn't lie as much as you've lied in the last, like, episode. And two, like, maybe there's an alternate timeline and the Maximals are dicks, like we said in the last episode of Too Much Energon. But, like, it's like... We, we couldn't have told you that she had willfully, uh, Air Razor had willfully been captured because then you might not have helped us. Yes, they would have. Well, yeah. I, what else would, they weren't doing anything else. I, anyways, let's wrap it up, please. I, <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode is people going to be like, wow, Cal's doing his whiny, complainy voice like the whole episode. All Fast right. Uh, you want to anyways, tell, tell them about the rating system. I know it's been 10, it's been 84 years. So here on Too Much Energon, we have a three tier rating system. 
<laughs> the three-tier rating system is all about power levels. Yes. <laughs> we have not enough energon, a sufficient amount of energon, and too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yep. Siege. You just yes. watched chapter two of War for Cybertron Kingdom. How much Energon's this episode got? Literally the only redeeming thing for me in this episode was the maximal is maximized. Does that mean transform bit? Okay, so um, a single joke. So a single joke. Um, there was lots of cringeworthy <laughs> dialogue involving from Air Razor. I can... <laughs> Air razor in the sky. I can fly twice as high. <laughs> uh, I I'm going no energon. Like one single joke it isn't enough to save it from being like the worst. This is like the worst episode of the War for Cybertron trilogy. So anyone listening that isn't aware, we have a hidden tier, and no, it's not a hidden tier where it's like juiced like pterosaur and it's like a, a best of the best tier actually no we have a hidden bottom <laughs> tier <laughs> that i kind of sprung on uh on people out of nowhere a while back i'm like no yeah, fuck it, both... it's no energon <laughs> and we both sprung it out of I, I don't even remember which one it was uh way back to beast wars I know the Vok episode, we gave no energon. I think we gave no energon to the, uh, or I, I know I did anyway, to uh, Master Blaster. The, you didn't, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Mega Cannon episode. <laughs> and, uh, but you're, you're pulling it out for this one. I am. I almost did last week, but, or last week, on the, for the last episode, but uh, just, uh, I, I, I couldn't uh, condemn it to such a fate, but this episode I can. Really? Really? It gets no energon. Something yeah. you've only given like what, one or two th episodes? Two, I think so far. I've given it to like what? One? Two? Uh, one, I gave I a lot of Beast Wars episodes like bad, but... I, I suspect we're going to be busting out the no energon again at some point when we uh, start reviewing the comics. It gets a low not enough energon for me. Okay. I can shit talk this one a ton, but it's not like Vok tier levels <laughs> of bad. It's not like nonsensical, like, and there's entertaining interactions. We see uh, Tigatron hug uh, Air Razor. Um, we see Scorponok for eight seconds, and he doesn't say anything, and he just goes, ah! Um, Ultimately, I, I just find we see this... that Air Razor wants to be shocked. Come on, press the shock collar, Dino Daddy. Um, <laughs> but like, there's there's a cool fight scene. We get to see if if Megatron Two wasn't such a sniveling fucking bitch, his Dino his his T Rex form would be fucking rad. The battles with him would be rad. Yeah, he looks cool. But this whole episode is like if you didn't watch this one episode and just went to the next, you'd be like, oh, cool. They saved Air Razor. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and I guess Dinobot is working with uh, Black Arachne and Starscream now. Okay. Cool. Caught up. All right. 
Yeah, that, you'd miss those nothing. Are, those are the only two, and I guess the fact that Megatron knows where the uh, the AllSpark is now. Those are the only like way the plot is moved forward at all. And I just find this episode in in general very incompetently written, which is why I'm going with no energy. Oh yeah, it's if it, for me, it's mostly the writing. The writing in this episode is astoundingly bad. Like this feels. I I've read better scripts that's what i mean I, in in university like just from like first thing. year it, creative writing students and it feels like the writers of this didn't even watch or were different writers than just the last episode we just watched like it doesn't even line up with that one I, who wrote this one i just typed war kingdom <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there a movie called like a bad like medieval movie called kingdom uh there was a movie called kingdom of heaven oh i'm thinking of kingdom of heaven transformers war for cybertron trilogy yeah that was fucking stupid i remember my roommate being like you gotta watch it with me man didn't it have like orlando bloom in it was it I... the fuck is okay so this episode it? was written by a guy named tim sheridan who did actually write some episodes of earthrise oh it was orlando bloom did he write um, yeah it he, it looks like he wrote the 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 okay episodes of earthrise <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing you can't hit every single one out of the park but like ooh, this one's a little a little rough folks yeah just a just a wee bit i think that's our worst combined review of any episode episode of war for cybertron absolutely of war for cybertron yeah well and uh there you have it folks we did that, it that was uh episode 96 of too much energy on if you want to support the show go to patreon.com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b we're at the single five dollar gary tier you get uh bonus preamble you get commentary tracks you get our news and current events program laser comb tonight and you get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast the laser comb podcast so if you want to get in on that go to laser patreon.com slash laser comb uh follow the show on twitter at too much energy or you can follow me i am at laser comb cal you are at and i'm at neo cal n-e-o underscore k-a-l we will be back next week with episode 97 of Too Much Energon, where we're going to be talking about War for Cybertron Kingdom Chapter 3, and we're going to have a guest host. Gonna... Has Tarantulas made an appearance yet? Uh, no, he doesn't uh, appear in this show. Neither does Terrorsaur or Waspinator. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? There's even toys of them. Th in I was the just Kingdom going to say, this, I have there's them. toys. <laughs> you know, you know what we should do? Take out everyone's favorite characters from the show. I, well, yeah, what? everyone loves Waspinator. Like, I understand, like, Pterosaur and Scorponok, like, barely making an appearance, but, like, Waspinator? Yeah. Really? The funnest character in Beast Wars? Yeah, fan and, favorite Like, easily. Character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, well. Tarantulas, evil Shockwave. Or, sorry, bug version of Shockwave. I yeah whatever anyways yes guest guest host for 97 yep 
not going to reveal who it is, so you'll just have to give a listen next week to find out. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. And until next time... Lord Megatron! (laughs) Change your name, you filthy, filthy, dirty sycophant. If you say your name to me, Megatron... (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch my tail. (laughs) Bye-bye. Who knows where it's been? (laughs) 